Today is Tuesday, November 21st, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics. You all know how much I love Thrive, and now that it's about to be holiday season, this is the perfect time to up your makeup game. Or if you're already as big a fan of Thrive as I am, you know their products make the perfect stocking stuffers or white elephant gifts. Their liquid lash extension tubing mascara never fails to draw tons of compliments, and it doesn't clump or smudge. So this holiday season, treat yourself or your loved ones to makeup that you'll feel great in. Try Thrive Cosmetics at thrivecosmetics.com morning and get an exclusive 20% off your first order. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash morning for 20% off your first order. Yesterday marked the 45th day of the war in Gaza, and the U.S. intelligence community has stated that they have growing confidence in the reports on the death toll from the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry, stating that they found the claims that over 13,000 people have been killed during the war to be roughly accurate. The acknowledgement of the accuracy of this data marks a partial shift in the Biden administration's stance from earlier in the conflict, when they described the numbers from Gaza as untrustworthy. Meanwhile, senior Biden advisor Amos Hochstein landed in Israel yesterday to join talks between Israeli and Lebanese officials to discuss efforts to prevent our collective worst nightmare, a broader regional war. U.S. officials are anxious, rightly so, it seems, that military action in Lebanon is exacerbating tensions along Israel's northern border as skirmishes with Hezbollah have escalated in recent weeks. Back in America, with our own litany of problems, yesterday a panel of federal judges issued a ruling that could ultimately gut the Voting Rights Act if it's upheld by higher courts, and thus ultimately gut voting rights themselves. The court ruled that only the federal government, rather than individual citizens and groups, can sue under the Voting Rights Act, alleging that the relevant section of the law does not provide a, quote, private right of action. This case arose after the Arkansas chapter of the NAACP and the Arkansas Public Policy Panel sought to challenge the redistricted electoral map in Arkansas, which for context is a state that is 16% black, on the grounds that it violates the Voting Rights Act, which is intended to protect voting rights based on race. In practice, this ruling means that now, in the seven states that fall under the relevant court, which includes Arkansas, Iowa, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, and both Dakotas, only the U.S. Attorney General, backed by the DOJ, can bring a claim for the residents of those states that their constitutional right to vote was violated. This is sure to be challenged in a higher court, which also means that it can be expanded. And either way, it is currently the law in those seven states. Courts, they really can do shit. New Speaker of the House Mike Johnson, who I will continue to refer to as new until I feel personally ready to stop, announced last Friday that he plans to publicly release 44,000 hours of footage from the January 6th insurrection over the next several months, with the first tranche of 90 hours to be released by a public committee website this coming Friday, just like any new release would. New Speaker Johnson said that the faces of individuals in the footage will be blurred to, quote, avoid any persons from being targeted for retaliation of any kind, and approximately 5% of the total footage won't be released for sensitive security reasons. Please just don't blur Josh Hawley. Until now, the Republican House majority had made January 6th footage available by appointment only to members of the media and criminal defendants, 
but now there will be a public viewing room set up in the Capitol for watching the footage. So what I'm hearing is that Mitch McConnell has a new nap room. Thanksgiving is coming and so is bad weather. Not the Whitney and Heather kind. If you know, you know. A massive storm is expected to sweep the eastern United States today and tomorrow, which just happened to be the most busy travel days of the year, of course. Then by the back half of the week, another storm is expected to develop both over the northern Rockies in the western U.S. and then again in the south on Friday. So basically, no matter where you are, at least your chances of being roped into a fall foliage family photo shoot are slimming. Speaking of bad weather, where were you last Friday night? Because that's where you were when the planet briefly exceeded a key climate threshold for the first time, as last Friday and Saturday were the first two days on record to have a global average surface temperature above 2 degrees Celsius, compared to pre-industrial levels. Not great. That's especially as the United Nations just released its 2023 emissions gap report, which details annually how far the world is from making the necessary greenhouse gas emission cuts to be on course to meet the goal of keeping warming under 1.5 degrees Celsius, compared to those pre-industrial levels again. Unfortunately, the latest report found that the world is actually headed for nearly 3 degrees Celsius of warming through the year 2100, even if current policies to cut emissions are met. It also found the targets could only be met by fully implementing the fullest extent of emission pledges, plus meeting other conditions that I personally am not so confident any global leaders will be meeting even if I discuss them here. For our final story today, if you thought your office gossip was scandalous, it's nothing compared to what's been going on at OpenAI since last Friday, when its co-founder and CEO Sam Altman was suddenly fired by the company's board of directors. Then yesterday, Microsoft, which had invested billions in OpenAI, hired Altman and announced that he and OpenAI's former president Greg Brockman, who quit in protest after Altman was fired, very dramatic, would lead Microsoft's new advanced AI research team. So now OpenAI as a company has been thrown into what journalists have unanimously described as turmoil, and hundreds of employees, including executives, have signed an open letter to the board of directors threatening to quit and join Microsoft if the board doesn't resign and reinstate Altman. Also yesterday, OpenAI's new interim chief executive Emmett Shear said that he would hire an independent investigator to look into Altman's firing and release a report within 30 days. I just hope someone is keeping an eye on the machines while all of this is going on. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. And thanks again to our partner, Thrive Cosmetics. This holiday season, Thrive is the perfect gift to yourself or anyone you love who also loves makeup. Make sure to use our code MORNING when you visit thrivecosmetics.com morning and get an exclusive 20% off your first order. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash morning for 20% off your first order. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.